Okay. All right. So second episode, I have my great friend, Diana. Say what's up, Diana. What's up, friends? So Diana and I have taken part in this twin flame journey. It's been quite a ride. And we've held space for each other. We've given insights to one another and really held each other up during this quite emotional roller coaster uh, of the twin flame journey. And the first things first, what I want to start off with is just why we both have held on for so long. We're in a place now where physically we're both in separation with our twin flames and, you know, from the outside looking in, it'd be easy for anyone to say, oh, you're codependent. Oh, you just can't get over that person. Oh, you're needy. Oh, you just don't want to explore new options. So starting off with the question, and I want to explore this together, why do we entertain this as much as we have? Why do we find this special? Why do we know there's something here? And why are we just attracted to twin flame information Ooh, yeah i think that's probably one of the reasons why we haven't come out to all our friends and family about it is because we know that's one of the questions they're going to ask um but i think you and i both have explored that option um of are we overthinking this and you know maybe they're just another person um and I think more than anything, just questioned ourselves, like to the most extreme, like, of course, I thought I was codependent. And I was uh, when I, I I haven't had the best experiences in relationships, and I have definitely not been my best self in them. So, you know, that was an easy go to is that, you know, the problem is me. Um, and, and I know you went through this, too. So we kind of we explored that like okay if I'm the problem what can I fix what can I do better how can I better myself but there was something about this connection at least for me that was it was helpful to hold on you know it 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 wasn't I guess other people would say like the way it was hurting me was because of this relationship or this um, person I wasn't dating and I wasn't trying to meet new people Um, but honestly, regardless, I don't think I would have. And if anything, that was a good thing because I had so many things I had to work through as a person, um, as a partner that I, if I had the option to date, like, I I think I would just like ruin my own chances. Um, and I think like most importantly, holding on to them regardless of, whether he was going to come back into my life or not, it, it helped me be a better person. It helped me find all my faults. It helped me really be closer to unconditional love. Like I've, I've not known that love could be this way, you know? Um, yeah. So isn't more than it anything, I appreciate just, it. Yeah. <laughs> is it funny just looking back at how much you evolve and how much your definition of love just expands because of this? Yeah. Honestly, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I thought I had it figured out until until I 
not met him but like I think until we separated where I was like trying to figure out what I was feeling and honestly I think it was um, it was definitely when I met you and you brought up the whole twin flame things and I was like that's a fun word uh what the (laughs) hell is that (laughs) you know and so like I remember just watching your lives and kind of growing with you as you developed a deeper understanding for it and I just I began asking questions and I think that's when you and I finally started um talking was when you started taking it a little bit more seriously um and you know curiosity got the best of me and I was I just kind of went along and and figured it out and I think you were one of the you were the one that would tell me like it sounds like you met your twin flame like the way you write it sounds like you've met them I was like oh fuck don't tell me that (laughs) you know I was like please no I just I really wanted to move on I really wanted to let him go I just wanted like if he since he walked out of my life I was like I I want him to be out of my mind and like hearing that he possibly might be a twin flame like oh my god like my body and my mind just adamantly rejected it I was like no 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 please no um he's a great guy and I could not say anything bad about him so like it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world but I just we know what it entails to be in a twin flame relationship and it's hard and I think I just was dreading that challenge and now that now looking back I'm realizing I think it was my ego realizing that my ascension was inevitable at this point or after that and what do you think what was it about knowing the connection on a soul level that made you reject it in your mind? Now, what, what caused that visceral reaction of, no, no, this can't be my twin. No, it's please tell me this is not a twin flame situation. Like what about him or prior knowledge about twin flame connections where you just like, no, like, please God, this can't be it. (laughs) It was, I think a lot of things but more importantly you know I was just trying to survive life as best I could and I was just trying to get by uh, and knowing that that I had stepped into this journey or that I had chosen this journey for myself um, really made me like realize like you have bigger things for you and you need to step up to that and I was like, oh, like, I'm tired. I, I already have so much on my plate. Like, why would I choose this challenge? Like, good God, why? <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I needed it. I think it, it makes perfect sense for me. You know, um, I struggle with faith a lot. And I have, like, intense paralyzing fears in my life that aren't, like, have nothing to do with like the physical it's all like spiritual I have a deep fear of spirituality of death of God of existence in general and me accepting that that twin flames exist and soulmates exist and I have to do soul work in order to to align with myself like all of these ideas like yes I said I wanted them but now that they were there and they were at my door I just, I was so scared and him coming into my life was just, 
it was it was kind of like praying for all these things and he was like the answer to my prayers and I knew it and I was like fuck like there's no going back from here you know um sorry I was cursing uh but you know like that's just how I felt it's just like there's no turning back like meeting reconnecting with him because I've known him for a while um is was the point of no return you know like I can't turn back on spirituality like all of these things have unveiled themselves to me and I can't see it yeah, and you so can. I think like you're yeah I think especially like it really challenges your ego and my ego was like no <laughs> I was doing so well making her miserable like no what do you think about the twin flame connection just well what do you think it's done for you you said it's activated some sort of higher path for you it's illuminated this creative journey and i could speak on your behalf and talk about your writing and how it's definitely initiated that what are the other ways yeah. do you feel like it's really just helped you ascend and evolve into who you truly are no i'm finally not scared to be present um and I couldn't do that before. I was constantly overthinking the past, um, worried about my future or just like making things up. I was in constant daydreams. Um, and I didn't realize it. Like I was just constantly trying to escape from the present and I couldn't attribute it to anything until, you know, now, now that I am as present as I am, I'm realizing how much I was evading it and how scared I was of it. And it just, it just came down to, I had no faith and I didn't want to exist. Um, and that's dark, dark stuff, you know, and being on the twin flame journey, like really made me face my fears and really like was such a blessing. I don't, I don't think I would have had the the strength or the willpower to have gone as deep as I did had it not been for him like had it not been for that heartbreak and you know like that dark night of the soul like oh we're definitely gonna get into that that is yeah that is some rough waters (laughs) but you know like troubling times it is and I think for you too I don't I mean I don't know for you for me it was just like that's what it took to get me to face my fears like that had to hurt so much more than my fear of death and my fear of life you know it just it had to be that bad because if it wasn't I would have just continued to be like a captive to my ego because that's what I was I was a slave to it I was just like trapped in anxiety and depression and regret and all these all these things and and you know it's not always negative like sometimes it's beautiful or and like happy and I think that's why you also stick to the ego is like oh it gives you all these happy times and so much pleasure and joy and the reality of it is it's kind of, it's just a ruse to keep you there like to keep you from being present yeah um and the and... Flame journey really frees you from that oh yeah it totally breaks it apart right if we define ego as the character you take on or the facade or the mask that you put on to make yourself seem more acceptable or, res- or respectable in society, 
twin flames will be like wait no 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 that, that's not who you really are mm-hmm. and but in the most a, loving ways yeah but it doesn't feel like love at times it feels like oh no because we don't know the love. most triggering thing in the world yeah absolutely i remember um after i got over the honeymoon phase with my twin i was in the state of pure trigger where i could not even look at my twin I, I i don't know why it was the first time i ever felt this where the person i was dating i could not stand to be around and i remember looking around at other girls and just thinking to myself it'd be so much easier to just date anyone else but that feeling of i don't want to look at you there's something to was, it. There's something because to it where I was it's like, whoa, this is something, it's inauthentic. And it, but it's also unique, right? Yeah. It's just like, okay, why am I having such a strong reaction? Why am I acting so disproportionately uh, crazy <laughs> in regards to this situation, right? Like, what about, what is it about this person, this union that we share that's bringing up all this negativity, right? And that's the yeah. soul work that needs to be done of not reacting and not projecting your own fears and insecurities and really learning to love yourself and then not (laughs) shooting the messenger and just loving your (laughs) twin flame. Yeah. But I'm going to go into what we were talking about a little bit before uh, the dark night of the soul, because that is a time where a lot of people are in right now and they are just mulling through and it's tough. Yeah. And honestly, my best advice is take it one day at a time. I don't think there's any escape. I don't think there's any shortcut to through the dark night of soul. Just because there's no shortcut to development, there's no shortcut through growing and evolving, right? Like you need to go through those tough times. You know, you need to cry. You need to lay in bed like a vegetable and wonder what your purpose is. You need to sit there and wonder and dream about your twin like you need to go through those stages so that you can evolve so that your heart can break open and be like okay i love her i love him whoever your twin is um yeah and it might not even be that realization either like it might just be like i'm not myself and that's what it was for me at first i was like i have not been true to myself like nothing i have accomplished or like attained in my life is is me at all like everything everybody sees and knows like is isn't me nobody at this point nobody knows me that's um um, how are we doing now in terms of what you just said no one really knows you um they know me (laughs) they're getting to and I think everyone you know what's interesting is I I feel everyone like mirroring my hesitance to ex- like accept me you know like I, I just I feel like all eyes are on me constantly and it's just like so puzzling for every like my family members and my friends to watch me develop and they're so they're finally really supportive before I was just like met with so much resistance and it made sense because I was so resistant to it but now that I'm just like evolving and trying to be as free as possible and being as vulnerable as I can um everyone's just you know in awe and also 
slightly resistant because I think anybody who's in the twin flame journey or who knows any, like knows of someone in it can vouch that once that person changes, like everybody around them starts to change. And I think that's why they were resistant or hesitant to it. Cause it was just like, oh shit, she's evolving. And I, they're just inclined to make a change for the better as well. Yeah. Like they're inclined to follow suit, but the problem is their ego is going to resist it too. So it's like, you, you kind of call to their soul, um, but their ego is just like very suspect of it. Yeah, you know what the best part about Twin Flames is, like, people hear Twin Flames and they think just romanticized soulmates and <laughs> falling yeah. deeply in love it's and not looking it. someone in the eye and being like, oh, I love you so much. We, we, we literally have not talked about any of that stuff. It's all been soul work, ego, uh, identification, and uh disengagement right with the ego uh soul purpose work living authentically evolving yourself so that people's vibration around you will raise as well like that's the purpose of twins it's not so you can hold hands with someone or to say oh yeah that's my twin flame no it's to elevate your consciousness to align with unconditional love so that other people around you will also be affected by that upgrade so they can download information about unconditional love god spirituality universal truths so it's it's just fascinating how it becomes like a community thing and so i mean it's helped me to be like okay like now that i could see my change rippling outward it's it's been good um and honestly ever since I started showing more of my offense like showing my authentic self to everybody like all my family members and friends they've revealed themselves to me as well and so just my connections with everybody around me are deeper and it's it's been beautiful like this journey has been great and I haven't you know like I'm not with this person and I have all of this to have gained from that relationship as brief as it was yeah I I I do thank them every day for it like I have mended my relationship with my parents and my family and my siblings um I'm I speak up for myself now if I don't like something like I vocalize it versus before I would just self sabotage and just put myself through things to you know please others just I was just constantly compromising myself um and now I value myself way too much to do that can you talk about what you think would happen if you just cut yourself off from the connection and I can speak on this too because <laughs> I say I you've told me what happened to you and I'm just like <laughs> yeah um, I've I've tried distancing myself from the connection as much as possible um but the catch is yeah yeah the catch yeah. is you and your twin are the same person so if you cut the connection you cut the connection off with your truest self 
And then you'll be wandering about life, dragging your feet, feeling just gray. (laughs) And you'll be wondering, who am I? It's the strangest thing. After I cut off the connection, I was just like, okay, I don't even know who I am anymore. Right? When I went through that phase of just like dating other people or... Whenever I was just like, yo, I had enough of this. I can't, I can't hold space for this one person anymore. I can't hold on anymore. Like it's, it's too much pain. The pain of not knowing who I was outweighed the pain of acknowledging the connection. Yeah. I remember you going through that. It's just, you, f- and, and honestly, like it wasn't just you feeling lost. Like I felt like you were lost. I was like, dude, that has no idea where the fuck Dan's at. Um, you just you're like I don't know you you veered like far from yourself and I think for me I was you know I'm blessed to have been friends with him with my twin for a long time um we I've known him since middle school so I've known him a while um and we've just been in and out of each other's lives and it wasn't until the last time we met up after we both graduated college that I realized like there's something here um and it's funny because we both had this like uh oh moment (laughs) it was more like a oh shit moment and it's um uh it's just weird because I think that was the first time I was just like really scared of it and I was just trying to backpedal but I don't I don't know I have I've I've only been able to like detach a couple times and I don't even know if I really did it (laughs) you know it was just like the most detached I've ever been was just like I don't miss him but he was still like in the back of my mind. I've, I've never been able to, to cut him out of my, out of my life like that. And I think it's just because like, I've always had that like relationship with him where we go years without talking to each other and we kind of just find each other again. And I think that's helped me a lot. Um, But I, I do have to admit, like you, uh, it, when I tried to deny that he was a twin or when I would question it, I would have, um, uh, I, I would say like the universe would not be too happy with me and would just be like shaking its head and be like, oh God, in the most loving way, you know? So it's just like, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be on that path very long. I'd question it for like maybe a day or doubt it for a day. And then the following day be like, oh yeah, like there's no way. There's way too many coincidences in this one hour for me to deny that there's there's a connection between us. That's, that's how it. it is. That's yeah. how it is. And I think it we're just both... like snaps you back into reality. It's like, I yeah. know you wish this wasn't true, but you know, this isn't just another heartbreak. This isn't just another guy. This, mm. this is you know your journey this is you yeah and the thing is the thing is we're both so present and aware now that we are very 
cognizant of signs and sensitive to signs, right? So we'll see their birthday on the clock or we'll see the car that they drive or you'll see a doppelganger that looks exactly like them or you'll All see their the time. or you'll their see name. their name their name Come right up on the and, radio and i should be like okay you know like I'm, I'm i'm literally trying to get away but you just keep holding on and you know what whatever okay i'm here yeah. for it and i think like when i mentioned this to people like especially about science everyone's like oh you're just being like you know, one sign's nothing, or you're just being dramatic, or you're looking too hard into it, um, or, or the, I think the biggest thing is, like, well, if you're looking for something, you're gonna find it, that's why you're seeing all these signs, but it was, like, no, like, I think I, I called you one time, because I was, like, this is ridiculous, it's been, like, less than an hour, and I've had 10 different signs, like, this, I, I, I can't, I can't believe this, <laughs> I was, like, that's not, it's not normal for it to come in, you know, and people and names and numbers and images and songs, like, and just all these things. And so I think at that point, I'm like, okay, okay, like, you've made your point, I I believe, you know? Yeah, and I think the confirmation will come from within us, and it will never come from outside of us. Like, yeah, the universe is going to show us signs. Yeah, it's going to give us people to support us along our path and reinforce what we know to be true on a soul level. But our friends will never be like, oh, you're doing the right thing. That's your twin flame. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be extra careful about the third party energy you're bringing into the situation because it oh, can really, yeah, we've learned that. It can really dissuade you. And I don't really talk about my twin flame to many of my friends um, because of that, what I just mentioned, bringing in third party energy. Yeah. Making them be like, you know, just hearing things like, dude, like, you're crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's already moved on. Um, you don't need to throw other opinions into the mix. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and when it comes to manifesting, the quickest way to screw up your whatever you desire to manifest is to be in an unsteady vibration right to attract Ooh. what you want you need to have a steady vibration and align with that desire but if you're hearing things that oppose the faith that you have that you can attract that well then you just repel it so best practices i didn't think we would go here but what's the best practice for manifesting your twin back you know if oh you God. are not in union with your twin <laughs> should you be checking up on them should God, you be no. asking about them no, you really shouldn't. Oh my gosh. You'll be like, holy Don't crap. Do it. Divine masculine is dating someone else. They'll never date me again. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do it. Do not do it. <laughs> Save yourself the trouble. But it's just I think one I can't remember where I heard it, but it was just like at least this is true for me. If I'm in a place where I have to check up on him, where I have to see if he's unblocked me or you know like if I have to check up on him then I'm not in a place that would attract him so it's just like I push him away by like caving into those desires yeah and real quick I do want to repeat what was said you know you said if I have to check if he's unblocked me Uh, we're both in a strange (laughs) situation where we're both blocked 
And we're not bad people, but we're up a lot. Yeah, I don't think we're terrible people, but um, yeah, we're we're blocked, and it's so crazy because, like I said, from the outside in, just traditional logic, you'd be like, okay, you're crazy, you're literally blocked, but you're holding on. This sounds like teenage right. angst. This sounds like someone who can't get over someone. This sounds like a classic can't get over my ex story. Um, Trust me, we have told right. ourselves that too. There's yeah, nothing I told we have not heard story, from ourselves. Yeah. So what makes yeah. us different? Where do we even start? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, what makes it different? Well, I think this is the first time I've been blocked. So that's one thing. Yeah. And I do want to say that people, we talk about this before, but, you know, I think it's important to bring up now because, if you look at a lot of twin flame comments or twin flame videos, a lot of twins are blocked. blocked. It's a common thing. But why is it common? Because you only block someone you have vulnerability towards, right? If you have an emotional weakness to someone, then you just want to block them. So you never have to see them or deal with them. Right. If you're over someone and you have no emotional attachment, whether it's negative or positive, you don't mind having them follow you. You don't mind having their name pop up on your page. But if there's resistance or resentment there, if there's a feeling and emotion still alive, then you want to discard it. Yeah. Then and that block that as as yeah, there's a lot sad, to those blocks. Yeah. But... And as sad as the word block is, it's a very it's an active word. It's an active energy. It's like, no, I am actively pushing you away, which means there's something alive there. Like a lot of marriage therapists say, fighting is still fucking, right? If you're still fighting, then you're still entangled in that relationship. And that's, the, that's how blocking is, where you're still entangled. You're still enmeshed with that other person's energy because you're actively blocking them, blocking yeah. them rather than just leaving it alone. Yeah. And I think that's a good point because at first I was just like, oh shit, like I got blocked. Damn. Like, what the hell did I do? Like, I must have been so annoying. I must have just like, ah, you know, I was just like thinking the worst of myself. And it wasn't until I had done a lot more work on myself, like probably about a year later, you know, or months later. Um, where I just had more love and appreciation for myself and I recognized this connection and then I realized like holy shit like this block had nothing to do with me like this person like could not you know like it, it's so personal it's so it's so personal and at the same time it's got nothing to do with you it's it's completely about you know their feelings towards you and it just it took me a long time to figure it out um but like I said I've known him for a while and we're friends or we were friends I think we're still friends um once we reconnect because he he has shared that he he it kind of like slipped we bumped into each other randomly and he was just like he cared so much and he was just like legitimately curious about like how I was doing 
and um the last time I spoke he was just like uh hopefully like in the future we can you know be friends or, or reconnect and I was just like well then why would you block me like why would you like try to burn that bridge you know um it just it didn't make sense until I started putting like the pieces together of of the feelings in a twin flame relationship I was like damn like he really loves me and he just is so triggered by me yeah and not only that I feel like the divine masculine aspect of the twin flame union has to kind of ignore the connection because during separation we've learned divine masculine goes into (laughs) this crazy series of undoing their karmic debt where they go through karmic partners they release just all this insecurity and propensity to do toxic things right like hooking up with random people alcoholism drugs i'm not saying divine feminine doesn't go through that but divine masculine is more drawn and prone to addictive quote-unquote toxic behaviors and they kind of just need to do it in the dark mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they yeah. kind of just need to go through it so they don't feel like they're being judged because they need to experience it fully they yeah. don't need to have divine feminine peering over the shoulder being like oh what you up Judging. to there yeah, exactly. Like, so I do remember that he would just like, I would never say anything. And if anything, like I was super supportive and like crazy too. But whenever he'd be doing anything that he felt he wasn't supposed to or anything that was low vibration, like he would always look at me and just be like, don't judge me. And I was like, what? Like, I'm not the only one here. Like, why don't you tell anybody else? Like, why did you single me out and ask me not to judge you? Like, I haven't. I haven't up to this point and it's just like little things like that I was like you really value my opinion and you're just really concerned about what I think about you and you know I have nothing but respect and and love and I think it's like when I said earlier I was just like I like he loves me so much because he blocks me like it I don't I don't think that makes me sound I know that makes me sound nuts um but I'm thinking of it in you know, like a 5D perspective when, with, when somebody like a spiritual level loving somebody so much to to be willing to like hold your tongue while they're going through it. You know, because it's just like, I, I know this sucks. I know this is the worst, but this is going to be like the best thing for you, the best growth for you. And just like, just have faith and we'll get there together. Um, like, that's like, that's when I started real, like, coming to terms with the fact that I didn't know what love is and that unconditional love looks so different from when I thought it would. Um, yeah. And now that you mentioned that from the 5D level, like, the divine feminine's role is to kind of hold the light and be a lighthouse for the twin in the dark so that they can return to their highest self and they can return back to the divine feminine in union and the divine feminine, you know, us who resonate with more with divine feminine energy, uh, we would be struggling to hold the light. If we would, if we saw the darkness, 
Do you know what I mean? Like if yeah. we saw, if we were unblocked and we saw their stories and we saw their posts and we're just like, oh no. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> like, oh no, I'm not dealing with this. I'd rather just move yeah. on. It'd be so much easier. It makes so much sense now why the blocking had to happen because we just can't, we can't look at it. We, we, that's not our role. That's their role yeah. to to, yeah. to undo and, I mean, and to we, transcend. We can look at it, but uh, I'm I'm telling you, it, please don't. It's not gonna it, not. it's not gonna help you. It's not gonna help you. It's yeah. We're not we're not judgmental. If you do, then you know there was something there for you to see if you really feel inclined to it. Um, but at but, the same time, you know. But I think it's part of your journey to learn to accept that and to be okay with that because when you do that you just you fully accept them and you fully accept yourself and I think at that point you start having faith that yeah. things are gonna pan out for you um, yeah you know like and and it's hard like I've been at this for a while and I can honestly say like I'm not there yet um today I'm I'm closer than I was before but you know I I still find myself like fighting the urge to ask his friends because I'm, you know, like we have, we run similar circles. So I'm constantly like, I want to ask somebody what he posted, if he's posted anything. I want to ask if he's reached out to anyone. Like, I want to ask. I want to know. But, you know, that's not something I need. I sh- I, I'm meant to know. I'm, I'm searching for faith and I'm trying to surrender and, and it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge to get there. So I just, every day I got to make sure I I don't, you know, fall into those traps. Yeah. And what's amazing is how, before you said you're not someone who has a lot of faith and now, now you can see how this is, cracked open the vessel in your heart so that you can start believing more right you're placing your faith yeah you're placing your faith in someone who's blocked you like that's that takes amazing faith right you're still saying no this person has a role in my life now this person was destined to do spiritual soulful work in my life that takes amazing faith and that's like i said I've been saying that's the point of the twin flame journey. And it's, it's quite beautiful. And people yeah. will look at it and be like, no, you're crazy. But as I wrote tonight, we're not crazy. We just know too much. <laughs> it's exactly right. And to go back to what we were saying about, you know, you don't have to look, you don't have to see what they're doing. You really don't have to because you're connected on a 5D level, right? On a spiritual level, you two are always connected. And if you meditate and you pay attention, you will, you will, okay, I'm going to repeat myself, you will get downloads about what's happening in their life. It's happened to me. It's happened with you, Diana. And it's true with every twin flame couple where if you just sit in silence, right? And I ask source, God, the universe, how's my twin doing? I'll be like, oh, what? No, that can't be true. Right. I don't want to bring up the incident, but I knew my twin was struggling with a certain incident 
And then next thing you know, I see on TikTok by accident that that incident happened. And I was just like, whoa, God told me that yesterday in my meditation. Right. And then you knew you had a similar incident, incident where you knew that your twin had a dog. And I know, like, I know what? whenever, I know whenever he comes home to visit his parents, that's, that is what I'm blessed with. His, yeah. And for the viewers, uh, his parents live down the street from my house. So that it makes it really hard to travel anywhere or leave my house without being tempted to check. Oh, to be a twin flame. Um, Oh, to be a twin flame. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a rewarding journey. And we've been at this for a while. And I think the best part about this journey, I've said the best part like three times, five times. I've said it quite a bit. The whole thing's great. the The whole thing is great. It's challenging. But what's cool is that you'll be blessed with sidekicks along the way. (laughs) <laughs> something i call twin sames literally diana and i our our journeys are literally parallel like <laughs> they're so similar yeah and so similar and opposite like it it just it just has to be right um and i want to end on this thought i was listening to this to this uh meditator lecturer uh law of attraction dude on youtube he says, the last part of manifesting anything is just to let go. Just set it and forget it, he said. And Ooh. he ended with this question where he was just like, who are you? No, he said, ask yourself, who am I not to trust? I repeat that question. Who am I not to trust? If you think about it, if you believe in a higher power, if you believe in spiritual forces, you believe that you were sent here on a purpose and that something way bigger than you could ever fathom and comprehend put you exactly where you are. Who are you not to trust that? And so I want to leave with that thought of if you're in a twin flame situation and it feels hopeless, feels like reunion is just not something that's probable. Who are you not to trust? Well put, Flynn. Any last thoughts for you? Um, so many. I was, we can go hours and hours on this. Um, but I guess it seems like the people that are going to be drawn to your podcast are going to be struggling a bit. And, you know, don't judge the journey. It's, it's going to look like what it's like, what it's going to look like, like, it's just that. Um, And if it's hurting, and if it's hard, it's supposed to be, you know, I, I, I remind myself, like, time and time again, like, I chose this, and I chose this. And I chose it for a reason, like, you'll notice that the challenge is for you and the ugliest and the hardest darkest parts for you are made so specifically and beautifully for you like they trigger you 
in all the ways that you that you can possibly be triggered you know if you think about your circumstances on another person they may not have the same effect but you're triggered so perfectly like once you can find the beauty in that and realize like that's love like that's meant to help you be better um you'll be able to start finding the light in in a lot of situations that's beautiful and that's so true um (laughs) well obviously we're going to be hearing from you quite often yeah i like to talk and we like to discuss twin flames so (laughs) that was this episode thanks for watching if you feel inclined to share it with a friend who's also going through a twin flame situationship if you feel like they could get value from diana's words or my words send this podcast their way and keep in touch bye